Hi everyone welcome to another episode of my podcast uh, we have very special guest today joining all the way from Sri Lanka we got uh, Arun and Sahan of Abyss hi guys hello hello Chan. how are you brother i'm good how how about you guys doing great doing great we are just you know locked down now at home i'm seeing Sahan i think after about i don't know yeah yeah we haven't uh, actually this is like the first time we're seeing each other in like months oh. <laughs> Yeah. So, right. I was hearing uh, the, the situation in Kalam, Sri Lanka was bad like a few weeks back. Is, has it improved now or what's happening? I mean, uh, yeah, now yesterday there was about 100 deaths or something recorded. So it, situation is, I don't think it's getting better or getting worse. I think it's the same. Mm. But people have to understand a little bit and stay at home, you know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because I'm I'm where I'm I'm in Manila, so we are actually still in lockdown from 2020. <laughs> so <laughs> we never had a break. It's always like you know up and down, up and down. When it's uh, when the rules are relaxed, people will go out, and you know then it will get bad, and then they will have strict lockdown. So it's everywhere. I think it's the same. <laughs> the same. I think also about uh, three four months back, people were like all. On the road with the masks and stuff like everyone was like they have parties and stuff right and now uh, it's back it's back now <laughs> lockdown now <laughs> right uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah so arun uh, san so uh, can you introduce yourself and uh, tell me what you do in the band and also mention about your other members uh yeah so uh, i play guitars and uh, me and jethia we started the band uh, 2014 Kathy is the vocalist. Um, he's, he's, having, he's, he's a bit sick. He's kind of having a fever at the moment, so he couldn't join the session. And okay. apart from that, we have uh, Avishka, who's playing drums. Um, we had uh, Ash Lantra, who's the drummer of Meningitis, was covering up for Abi because Abi was in Australia. So, um, yeah, but Abi is back now and he can't go back to Australia to bring right. Abi back. And then we have Kasum Navaratna, uh, who is the other guitarist, as well as uh, introduce yourself. Yeah, I, um, so I play I play bass. So what happened was uh, Chethi and uh, Arun had the idea for the band. And um, the, you guys contacted uh, Shalin first, right? So uh, yeah. basically, uh, Chethi contacted because he, he had known a friend of mine, like... Uh, uh, because they were doing sounds for like gigs and then he had asked him like would you like to play bass and at the time he was too busy so he had said listen I know another guy so that was me and uh, so Chetia got in contact with me and that's how uh, I joined so that's the three of us were the other guys who were there from the beginning <laughs> like, right right uh, when I when I announced that uh, that Abyss will be joining the podcast I got a lot of comments like there were guys saying, oh, that's my favorite Sri Lankan band. Uh, those were some of the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's shocking actually to get comments. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, everyone is missing the rock metal scene in Sri Lanka, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, we need to get back to that. Like, I think it's been more than two and a half years without any gigs now. Right. So, um, yeah, they are missing the scene a lot. So we really when when, when did you guys last perform together live? Uh, 
So last was that uh, Mostrem Rock. That was that uh, idea hill. That was exactly about two two years and three months back. Okay. Yeah. And before right. that, we played in Nigambo. That huge show. That was crazy. That was nice. That was organized by uh, Genetic Fellows from Nigambo. So. Right. Right. Yeah, I was telling Arun uh, before this. Uh, I I'm actually from Nigambo, so uh, I used to go to all the gigs in Colombo. I have to take that bus in the like you know after the gigs. Uh, I have to take that Waunia bus to go back <laughs> home. Uh, it was a great time, like you know those rock rock company days and uh, all that. Uh, so Arun, yeah, yeah. So I actually saw you guys live in 2016. I I came to the Milestrom. Festival that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was organized by Keshan. No? At, uh, yes. Was that 2016? Yeah, that was 2016. <laughs> uh, I think November five, five years ago. ago. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like um, that was one crazy gig. There was, I think, uh, I think uh, a band from Germany played, no? Uh, yes, uh, Darkest Horizon, I think, Darkest right? Darkest Horizon, Horizon played, and then uh, Photo Farms from Dubai played. Uh, yeah, that was a crazy gig. Yeah, sadly, you know. I remember you were in the front. You were headbanging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in the front, and then I mean, it's it's sad that it didn't happen again because Keshan. I mean, sadly, Keshan passed away, and um, I think there was another person, Doctor Gayan, also performed at at that uh, the guy the who the doctor that passed away, neurosis. I think he also performed on that gig, right? Yeah. yeah, that was a crazy incident. I mean, you know, we miss him a lot. He's a crazy guitarist. Uh, Neurocracy was, I think, um, uh, they were like one of the best technical bands in Sri Lanka at that time. Right. Yeah, uh, right. just like the pure like talent in that one band was like insane. Insane, insane. Yeah, especially that guy was like really talented. Uh, I mean, he's a like. A doctor, and then he was like, he was even playing guitar on his wedding, right? I saw those videos. <laughs> and then even like as a as a person, you know, like there was like you know, point where I got dengue, and then I was admitted in the hospital for like a month or so, and then uh, the day I got released, uh, the day I got discharged, two days after it was a gig in Colombo, so I, I really wanted to go for the gig, and then I went for the gig, and then Gayan was there at the gig, and he was like, no, son, you have to rest, man. <laughs> you gotta take rest, man. And yeah, he was such a humble guy, like, you know. Right. Right. Um, so, Arun Sahan, uh, can you tell me a little bit about your childhood and your, like, like what's your, like, earliest memory of uh, music? Uh, okay, for me, to be honest, uh, brother, I was a huge fan of WWF, right? Like, you know, wrestling was like a huge uh, during school and stuff, like, it was huge for me. So, um, I used to watch uh, WWF, you know, the Attitude Era, where you get Triple H phone calls, Steve Austin, and people like that. So, their music, you know, like when you when you take Triple H, it's Motet. Motet right. was, uh, was the band that made the entrance theme for him. So, uh, that's how I got to know about all these options. I started digging music from that Triple H. Then um, Limbisky was doing the music for uh, Undertaker. And yeah. Alter Bridge was the band that did the music for Edge, you know, Metal English. So, um, 
I think that that that's what triggered me. And then you know, when you go to YouTube and when you search these bands, you get other bands coming in, right? Like System of a Down, Slipknot, Linkin Park, uh, bands like that. So this was back when I was in like grade five, six, you know, like that. So maybe that was the stepping stone, like you know, that started. Uh, you know, it triggered rock inside me. Rock metal inside right. me. Right. Right. So how about I, you? Yeah. How about you, Sun? So my gateway into like metal was uh, like through punk rock. Like my like uh, I used started by listening to like uh, you know like first like the '90s pop punk stuff like Green Day, Offspring, Rancid, those guys. And then like it's I started discovering you know like Clash, Sex Pistols, like the '70s. Stuff. But uh, what happened was um, how I got into like my first like really proper metal experience. Was, um, I bought like because uh, I was a big Green Day fan at the time. and uh, i bought this bootleg uh, cd with like the entire discography <laughs> and uh, in that uh, just as like an extra like just like a throwaway they had put um, slipknot's volume 3 subliminal verses the right. album <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah then like after that i was like hooked like you know i was like i couldn't get enough and you know uh it started with slipknot and then you know i was all over the place you know like i like right. everything not just metal but you know that was where it started for me like right heavy metal how about how about the local bands were you following local bands back in the day uh, so to be honest i never knew that there was a local scene that existed right like uh, so i was like listening to rock and metal then uh, we started a band in school called legends so you know i was just going on we were playing like drop and stuff like that and then poor friend of mine uh, oti who is in australia right now so poor friend of mine he one came and told me this was in school right you know i think uh, doing olios or something like that she so was like much there is this uh, local black metal concert that happening it's black metal you know it's like oh shit like black metal so it's like you know it's going to be crazy we need to go for this and uh, yeah so that was the first gig and uh, that like blew my mind like you know there were some crazy bands back in the day um, uh, like old cars and i think ranga did a podcast with you right yeah 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 so we we uh, it blew my mind you know so that's why i got to know okay there is a very good like proper local metal thing going on so at that time the bands like funeral in heaven uh, ocm then uh, tantrum you know some crazy bands back in the day so and then later after that uh, we got to know about sigma and then sigma was you know i don't have to tell you about sigma right, right. Uh, so yeah it started off like that and then uh, yeah the local ah uh, local metal scene is good bro like crazy yeah some good talents here in sri lanka Yeah, so like I as well, like I I start I found out that there was a local like rock and metal scene in school, like because uh, I was like in uh, during a talent show, like we had a guitar, we had like we played as a band, and we had like one guy from a different class, and he was like like we were like just talking about music, and he was like saying, you know, uh, you know, there are local rock and metal bands. So I was like, oh really? Like, and that was like when he uh, gave like on his MP3 player like the re- recording of. Um, Uh, stigma to sandur <laughs> right and like that was uh, and then uh, like a f- within maybe a year also i discovered like one of my uh, cousins like he had the rock company compilation the very first one yeah. so like uh, that had like uh, paranoid earthling 
and uh, your crepe cycle yeah <laughs> right. uh yeah and uh, so like that i list, i i think i made a copy of that because like, it was not by the time i saw it like that was not available anyway so yeah so then i listened to those like same 10 or 12 songs over and over again but uh, that was like i had no live experience at all until like i went abroad to study and then i came back uh, in 2012 uh and uh, then i started uh, hanging out with um uh naushan abbas like uh, the salfazans and you know the, he organizes rock and roll and street rock yeah right. so that was when he was starting out so i just like i was hanging out with him and that crowd then that's how i got into the local scene like like you know that's that those were my first gigs <laughs> the very first right. rock and roll and the very first mosh pit rock yeah right i actually went to so i was like as a you know someone who attended gig that was i was quite late to the scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually i i i i actually have those compilations the uh, cds because i actually went to the launch of that when i was in sri lanka so i i actually kept all the all the cds so i have that and then i also have like the stigmatas like the first uh, and second albums that that he they launched uh that was a i mean that's that that uh, compilation was one of the best sri lankan compilations that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. actually yeah uh, they they did a second one but i i didn't feel the same you know sort of same experience from the second one first one was really great mm-hmm. right um so what what who uh, if you if you look look back who really influenced you to like you know for example sahan to take up bass and arun to take up guitar who really influenced this uh, sort of you know you want to pursue doing this uh so uh, yeah again uh, uh, so i went i i told you right i went for these gigs and stuff back in the day and then uh, so you know uh, i actually saw like you know a live scene that's going on and uh, that during that time i think it was bands like uh, system of a down darren melekian then uh, you know uh, he's a he's a crazy guitarist right on stage he just goes crazy right so uh, so yeah my uncle he was also a guitarist he um, he was also a guitar teacher actually so what he does is so when we have parties and at home he comes and he plays maila and all that you know so so then once i went and spoke to him you know i was like you know i also want to play guitar and you know can you help me out then uh, what it told me was yeah i'll teach you the basic chord but then i don't want you to get my style i want you to get your own style so i'll teach you the basic uh, chord after i teach you then uh, it's up to you to like you know research and do your own thing so yeah that's what happened so he, he taught me the major minor chords and guitar and right. then uh, from there all youtube you know like covers and stuff you know and then right. after the major minor chords then i learn to you know how to detune the guitar you know to drop the drop c and stuff like that so i think so lamb of god was a very huge influence for me like you know riffing and stuff like that then uh, system of a down then uh, pantera you know some crazy bands you know right so i think that is how i got into the guitar scene actually time back that was <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> Sahan was Sahan is also a crazy guitarist. Before he played bass, he was a mad guitarist. So like my my background, like into this, like into getting into bass eventually is very weird because I I started with um, classical piano, which I didn't like. 
<laughs> but that was the because what what happened was I my I I wanted my uh, dad to buy me a guitar, but he said no. First you had to learn piano. So <laughs> I had to. So I started going for piano lessons, and I hated it. Like um, you know, I didn't like classical music, but you know, now that I'm removed from it, I really like it. Right. right when you're not forced to do something you like it <laughs> so like but that's how it started but that gave me like really good grounding in like theory and stuff but i can't like play piano to save my life now like i haven't touched it in ages but um yeah but uh, then you know eventually i got my hands on a guitar like uh, acoustic and i like when i was in uk i managed to save up and buy an electric so i started playing those then when i came back for some like i didn't I, by that point i had given up like any idea of ever playing in a band or anything this was just like a hobby just for fun for me right but for some reason i bought a bass right <laughs> and, um i mean i could play a little bit but i didn't like i mean I, but i was basically i was i had just been playing guitar mostly and i had gone always wanted to play drums but in my house that was out of the question <laughs> so so yeah um uh i had a bass so that's like the fact that i had a bass was kind of like why i got like uh, because uh, like i said i i got introduced to chaitya and uh, arun through a mutual friend so like they're like hey you have bass you play bass yeah, i i play bass but you know uh but then like once i started getting into the band so it kind of everything happened kind of in reverse for me because then once i was playing it's like i need to i'm playing okay but I, i i want to get as good as i can so i need to like you know i don't want to let anyone down and like you know now that i'm i'm a bassist now right i didn't think of myself as that before so like once i started uh, you know getting into it like then i then well, i really started like you know working on trying to get as good as i can be and then that was like it was after i started playing it as like for the band that i started really paying attention to other bassists and other musicians so right and a lot of the stuff i listen to now for bass are actually not like metal or sometimes not even rock like it's a lot of like funk and like motown right. like old stuff yeah, yeah so like yeah so you know when you uh, real sense of uh, we take breaks right after like a set or something we take break so me and tete we go out to have a drink or whatever and then so we hear this crazy solo going on right with drums and No, it's a band like yeah, okay. Tan is meeting the drummer is meeting, so maybe they're jamming. These guys will be jamming stuff, you know, like crazy stuff in the studio. So yeah, so while rehearsing is bassist during break is a guitarist, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Sahan, you're right because <clears throat> funk is funk is mainly bass, right? Funk yeah. is based on bass. There's no yeah. funk without the bass, so <laughs> like. Because um, like yeah, it's like um, you know there are there are some like really amazing metal bass bass players, but like uh, you know it's it's there like it's not like really interesting bass stuff in metal is like few and far between. Right. I don't know how that's gonna annoy anyone to hear, but like for me personally, like you know, uh, like like very like they're all like very technically good bass, but like. interesting bass lines and bass work that's kind of thing you, it's like not as easy to find in metal you know right, so right. Yeah, it's like, like red dot chili peppers cool and stuff the bass is like the most important part right i mean yeah right and yeah. like the songwriting part of like the bass interests me more than the technical stuff so for that kind of thing you have to like really go like elsewhere <laughs> right so So I saw you guys on 2016 so that is like after like 2 years uh, after you guys uh, 
uh, form, right? But it didn't feel like you were a two-year-old band. It felt like you were doing it for sorry, like so many years because I felt like you were so established by that time. Uh, really? Yeah. Was, I mean, you was it always like you wanted to do like groove metal and that sort of style or was it like a sort of a journey? Uh, like oh, it's, a very, uh, it's a very interesting part, right? So, so me and Tethya, we were in the same school and Tethya was, uh, uh, he was, I think, two classes below me. So there was this uh, talent show in school and uh, I was invited for it to play a song with, uh, with Oti. Mm. He was the basis at Savik at that time. So in that show, Tethya uh, was performing a five-finger death punch song. So he was, um, uh, I think it was breathing, yeah. He was singing breathing and it, he nailed it, right? So so after the performance, I went and spoke to him. I was like, Matan, you know, you have a very good phone. Like, you know, why don't we start something, you know? And then he told me, bro, you know, even though I, I can sing clean, I'm more into the growling stuff and all that. So we were like, oh, okay, nice. Okay, and then we exchanged phone numbers. And then after a few days, I called him and then, our plan was to start a brutal death metal band, right? right? So, uh, so that was the uh, initial start. But then later, uh, we got San into the band, and then at that we got Fruko who played guitars and Romain. So, but our main focus was to have our own originals. We didn't want to like cover. Obviously, we had to make one or two covers during the first few shows. Right. So. Um, so I think uh, at that time, group kind of hit us hard, you know. So even San was going crazy with the bass. He, this guy has like more pedals than anyone in Sri Lanka. <laughs> San has a crazy pedal board, right? So he put all his fuzzes and stuff like that, reverbs and all that. And then I think groove metal hit us. And then uh, we started making originals. And I think we stick to groove metal because uh, San does a lot of crazy stuff in bass, more than the guitars and everything there. So... <laughs> Right. So I think uh, we we settled with groove metal, but then uh, I don't know. I don't know if we really play groove metal. Do we have a lot of death metal also influence in it? But from that, a uh, lot of technical stuff. Now when San composes, it's like it's not groove metal, right? It's something else. I don't know what it is. It's something metal. Yeah. <laughs> it comes with all this slapping and all that stuff. And then somehow uh, we make it into. A, uh, groovy uh, uh, tuck and then groove metal after that. So, yeah. yeah, and it was right. also like a, like a very kind of stars aligning kind of thing because like you know um, everyone brought their own influence influences. Like when we started, it was uh, Taruk and Romain, and yeah. uh, Taruk had his own like very unique kind of uh, like how he liked to play, and he brought that in. And Romain had his own kind of style, and then yeah. I'm like kind of like uh, yeah, I, I love metal but I'm like the kind of most outsider like in terms of taste and everything and then but like Basically, also like, Sahan brings the stone elements into the band stone uh, grunt feel yeah, into the band. But, uh, then like but you know Chethi and Arun also like it was really good they had like a from the first day they had like a clear vision like this is like the kind of music we're going to play the like everyone I'm sure like the first practice, everyone had like really good vibes. It was really fun, right? Like I still remember that first day. Right? It was like the, um, it was like when like I don't know whether it was when they were just starting out, um, Cal Studios, but it was like the, 
uh, that like basically no sound deadening nothing like that like a concrete floor studio like it was like echoey like happy like, trumpet like, so we had like, a conversation with everyone and then i can't remember what song i think it was sepulcher roots i think Yeah, yeah. Like, like, basically, like, Katie just sent me, like, uh, okay, like, because we didn't have like any original. I guess you had originals, but like, the first yeah. day was like whether we can play, right? So, like, okay, we're gonna meet in in uh, in like one week or two weeks, and like, we're just gonna play Sepultura, Roots, Bloody Roots, and Ooh, uh, Lamb Bloody of God's Redneck. And I had like never played something like that on bass before, right? Like, right. Sepultura Roots like was okay, but uh, like Redneck was a little bit challenging. <laughs> like I don't want to look stupid. Like, like like I said yes to this. Now I have to like you know learn to play. Like so like <laughs> it's like it's like a lot of metronome work. Like getting up to like you know speed for that. So all these guys they just came to the studio and then we like you know met each other, said hi and all that. And then we plugged everything and then we were like like gamu and then the drum was like one two three and then we started playing and then we played whole track. Like, yeah, it was like no stop nothing. And we're like, okay, yeah, like by the end of that first practice, it didn't feel like it was like that. We had only been playing for like one year, you know, <laughs> not one year, like one one session. So yeah, everything was yeah, like it was really good. And I like by the that like by the time that ended, like that was like some part of me that was missing was like you know, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. When when you talk about right, right. <laughs> Yeah, as as Sahan said, stars align, right? They can. Yeah, yeah, like because like at that point in my life, I had given up any hope of ever playing in a band. Like I had dreams of that as a kid, but like you know, by that time I was like 23. I had I was already like like three years into like as of like working. So like you know, like I know that time is over for me. Like that that train has passed. You know. Right. Right. Uh, so when you when you talk about groove metal, I mean. what what i feel is uh, sepultura and pantera basically sort of established that genre right they they oh, created that sound and then then i feel lamp of god is the one who actually bring it forward like to, yeah, right yeah, so yeah. those are the three three main bands that i really love on that genre sepultura pantera and lamp of god what's yeah. your like favorite album or like groove metal album I like uh, if you take uh, uh, Lamb of God. I like uh, New American Gospel, the first album. Right. Very raw, you know, like the tones from the drum tones, everything very raw. And then Sepultura, uh, uh, I like Chaos AD. Okay. <laughs> that was back when Max was in the band and stuff like that. And uh, so Pantera, you know, I mean, all the songs are good, right? Like. <laughs> Yeah. Just like when you when you listen to like you know songs like um, uh, uh, demolition, right? Like you know it's crazy. Like the songwriting, riffs, time back barrel was just his god, you know. <laughs> right, his, right. His riffing styles are like crazy. So uh, if you take Tommy off, I really like. Um, I would New American Gospel was like a. Huge album, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think Lamb of God, like I, it still got to be like for me the like Ashes of the Wake. That was like as an album, that's the most complete. Like you know, yeah. I, I like individual songs. Yes, there are like better ones, but for me, like from like that's the one album that I can pick up and like listen beginning to end. Like right. I like everything. Yeah, uh, and uh, Sepultura, that was like, uh, yeah, 
Kyosadian roots are like both like you know <laughs> difficult depends on the day but i'm like more leaning towards roots i like the grooviness it's a little bit slow i feel like so like it's more my thing um yeah no, all of us we have interest for this raw sound you know like uh, mm. i mean it's okay of course it's nice to have, you know the polished output uh, when you record and stuff but then when you have it raw dirty you know that you know snare hit and all that it yeah. kind of gives a different vibe to it so yeah <laughs> yeah because uh, i i i i kind of knew that you guys actually going to like this album so i actually pulled them out so you know oh, <laughs> because uh, i i i really love lamb of god and then uh, i also like sacrament album because that's also a great album right sacrament. of course of course redneck was on sacrament album yeah yeah So I was able to see Lamb of God I think three times or four times already. Uh, I saw the pictures on your Facebook. I was like, "What wrong with this guy?" You know, like he's going to all the gigs. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, I don't know. Like I've never watched Lamb of God live, but I'm sure that have been a different experience, right? I mean, right, completely. And and like meeting them, and you know. I yeah. I I was able to meet like when Chris Adler was there so they the last show was I think 2015 they came here and yeah it's it's a completely different uh, I mean amazing experience these guys are like so <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, I I want to ask you about the the songwriting process so how how because I really love your lyrics the songs that the originals that you put out uh, you know uh, it's it's kind of matches with what sri lanka is going through right now like all your songs is like basically what the current situation is right so it's like <laughs> so, so what happened is uh, so uh, so you know we hear a lot of things from news and then you know a lot of other you know uh, i don't know sources like you get a lot of news right about what's happening in sri lanka what we do is we, so during rehearsals so during breaks we talk about it and then uh, suddenly they they is a lyric he writes all the lyrics as a vocalist right so we kind of tell him you know ado man you know we i think we should talk about the topic bro like crazy you know shit can happen in sri lanka man like you know like all this political drama and all that so uh, so he's like okay my son uh, next practice ke balamo and he writes something and he comes you know so um and then it's all to do with sri lankan uh, society and corruption and what not you know there's a lot of things going on right in our country right so our main focus was to bring that out through music and um, kind of work us i mean speaking about the truth that happening in sri lanka you know corruption and all that crap right and uh, so what happens is so tan uh, out of the blue moon it is you know on whatsapp he puts a message matan i wrote a crazy song you know riff will jam it out and then he comes to the studio and then he takes my guitar and then he jams it in the guitar he doesn't play the bass <laughs> so <laughs> we so um, so we jam all that and then um, yeah so we made like nine original so far and we need to get that out you know it's all recorded we need to get the vocals done for it and then uh, put it out but you know due to the situation it's kind of taking a long time so waiting on right. to get back to the normal scene and then we can 
release the stuff or we have like i think we released in the chat out on bandcamp and stuff uh we have uh, the rest with katsa the guitarist he's the music uh, he's the guy who's producing the album so um, yeah we need to wait until things get back normal and release our material out Yeah. right so like uh, only thing i would add that like a lot of like our songwriting process is like uh, very like collaborative so like one person will come with like an idea maybe he has these other riffs this is how it's arranged but usually like whatever song comes into the studio is not the same song that goes out like there's a lot of changes because everyone brings their own thing like i said and like lyrics are entirely changes this is like where i wish he was uh, here like because he can add a lot to that but that was uh, pretty much his department but other than that like the music itself like uh, usually like maybe we come in with like 30% like the song maybe all the riffs but uh, like you know like the outline of what the song is with like a recording maybe by phone or something but uh, you know once we've gone through it and said you know uh, this you know maybe this we can change this here and like you know do this differently by the time it's done it's like a completely different song and that's also like a really good thing about the band like everyone's open to like no one says this is my song it has to be like this you know like and and everyone is welcome to give their input and changes and we try something if it doesn't work we don't you know do it if it kind of works was because now we say now someone plays a part and then if it if it doesn't match like if, if someone doesn't like it they open it mm-hmm. like say it just tells to my face ado ekada ande pa bang yeah unadu bang egan so you know it, i mean it works also, i mean uh, so we change it as per the town we need and then yeah so there's like no ego like when it comes to like this like the exactly, songwriting yeah. process which is like a really good thing actually <laughs> right yeah i mean i i really loved chatter and also there's a song called false preach i, I you have a youtube video like a live performance yes. of that right yes. Yes. Uh, sorry which song false oh. preach I oh yeah uh it's it I think it's like maybe 2016 or somewhere you that live video in YouTube right you have a live video for that uh, yeah. I saw that yeah. I really yeah. love that that one and Chatta Chatta as well I I know if you if you ask Channa yeah <laughs> uh because I spend a lot of time listening to all this uh, you know sometimes i go in a rabbit hole in youtube like you know one video and then it goes to another video another video yeah. like all the metal i keep on like listening and i don't normally like don't share this all this uh, you know political crap on my facebook i just share like metal <laughs> songs that's what i really do like uh, because it's it's just i think it, it's it's what we really need and i i kind of understand like from all the lyrics of those songs that this concept of rebel anarchy and wrath that you came up with i i, I i'm even thinking that this probably should be your next uh, the album title right <laughs> well uh, yeah i mean uh, <laughs> i don't have to say it out, but yeah that's also one main option you know when we are we are, we are i mean till we have not named the album title but hmm. then uh, yeah as you said that it's like one of the main ideas that we have like to name it as rebel anarchy rock yeah let's see <laughs> <laughs> so so guys what's so you have a lot of original so i know current situation but what's your plan like what what you are coming up will you be releasing a, a few more songs how about putting it in on the streaming platforms uh, 
so that more people can enjoy of course so that is the next step uh, so we are still waiting until uh, things get back normal because uh, so uh, i think six months back there was another lockdown and another six months back there was another lockdown the first right. lockdown so i mean uh, you know when you start uh, uh, making music you have to be in the studio every day right uh, because uh, that's the usual process here in sri lanka actually so um, so very uh, sad situation because we have made all originals we have recorded it but we need uh, a few more things to do so we are looking forward to get everything sorted and release our material definitely it will be on uh, streaming platforms now there are so much of streaming platforms right like right know, music and uh, what not so um, yeah definitely that will be the next step and uh, we we'll have to get it out as soon as possible right um so guys uh, what's your message to the viewers of the podcast and also like people have you been like people who support you uh, what's your message uh, so i don't have to tell right i mean tan is doing like one of the most uh, i don't know you are doing a great uh, scene to the like for the metal scene actually like you are bringing out all the bands so talking about them um giving the exposure they need and things like that so please keep doing that we really appreciate it and uh, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity as well you know at a situation like this we have i mean there is no any way to talk you know right. so um i watch all your post- podcast actually it's great like you know you whatever that important you ask on the podcast and all that so it's awesome and uh, to all the viewers please keep supporting tanna brother is doing amazing thing for all of us and uh, yeah to all the rebels out there we have a lot of shit coming out man just wait for it and give it some time we'll definitely come out more powerfully and i think you have to say something <laughs> <laughs> yeah like just same as what arun said like channel said thanks thanks for what you're doing like you know this is like a this, uh, like what you're doing for us like not just us like the, our band but all of us all of us yeah so yeah and uh, also to the fans man like the people who like turn up for gigs and listen to the music like it just still like it always blows me away like how how much support we get like uh, how much people are like into it you know it just makes it just like, playing the music is great but like you know the, like the support we get and the reaction of people when they listen and at gigs like it's like makes it really worth it so yeah thanks right. to you and thanks everyone yeah so anybody you guys want to shout out to yeah we'll always uh, i mean now sabas for organizing mostream rockets because of him that we uh, you know started playing gigs and stuff so uh, and our parents for putting up with all the shit <laughs> <laughs> parents wife girlfriends everyone thank you so much and uh, yeah of course to our rebels are fans to listen to our music and message us throughout and you know ask how it seems when i are playing again blah 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 and keep us living you know like give a reason for us to do what we are doing you know so um, yeah thank you so much and thank you so much tanya <laughs> tan you want to shout out to anybody uh i think arun already shouted out pretty much everyone right <laughs> like, yeah so we had a lot of people who like been part of like you know that and supported us so like you know like arun said you know everyone like 
the parents and wives in my case my wife <laughs> like, you know wives and girlfriends and you know like putting up with us to push it and uh, you know like for the fans for all their support you know and like you know people in the industry like uh, uh, you know especially shan like the main guy but uh, yeah like so ஜாய் Likewise, I thank you so much for having us you know <laughs> yeah i really get excited when i see a band doing like you know genuine like trying to do genuine rock and rock metal and coming out of sri lanka because you know back in the day i i remember going to the gigs and the struggle even trying to put up a band it's it's so so hard it was really hard and you guys are really doing it and i'm really looking forward to you guys you know putting out your music out the other songs and at album and let us know how we can help uh, we will he- we will be there to help you guys the way we can uh, so you. lastly tell everyone how they can follow you and listen to your music sure so you you, you guys can um, of course be on facebook and youtube and instagram and all that on facebook we go at uh, facebook forward slash abhishek.hr then on instagram you can uh, check us out because habits.band.hr so yeah i mean the matter of this messaging us and getting whatever information you need and we'll be more than happy to provide you with the details right so, uh, so sahan uh, arun thanks for joining and stay safe uh, as per your words rebel anakirat right keep it going kitaraya <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day and uh, be safe. We'll meet soon. Thank you. Take care. It's been fun. Thanks for having us. Bye.